0: Well, good morning and happy new year to all of you and welcome to worship on this, the first Sunday of Christmas. We are delighted and grateful that you are here with us this morning. A special welcome to visitors that we have with us on this day. If you are looking for a church home, we invite you to join us in mission and ministry here at St. Philip the Deacon. Our next new member class, new member orientation, is scheduled for Sunday, January 22nd. So please make note of that. It begins at 9.45 a.m. I will invite you to take a look at your pink bulletin insert. I'm just going to lift up a few things. The first one is this beginning this coming Tuesday, January 4th. The Jesus Calling Study will begin. Uh, and invite you to sign up for that and participate in that. Uh, It's over a period of a few weeks, and it is a wonderful, wonderful study. The Daniel Plan, which is being spearheaded and led by our parish nurse, Susan Path, that begins on January 24th, and you'll see more information on that out in the Narthex. So I will encourage you to look at the rest of your pink bulletin insert for many of the things that are happening here in our life together at St. Philip the Deacon. You'll notice on the very front cover of your bulletin it says the Liturgy of Carols, which means get ready to sing. We will be singing lots of carols as part of our service this morning. Uh, and so it is one of uh, one of my favorite times of year as we get to sing some of the most beautiful hymns uh, that are certainly appropriate for the season. So At this point, I will invite you to remain seated uh, as we prepare our hearts and minds for worship. We light this candle today. We thank you, God, for the hope you give us, for the peace you bestow, for the joy you pour into our hearts, and for the love that redeems us and shows us the way. We thank you, God, for the gift of Jesus. Let us pray. Loving God, Emmanuel, Emmanuel, we thank you for being with us, for sending your Son to walk with us and to lead us. As Christ Jesus was born of Mary, so may he be born in us and through us revealed to the world. Grant that the hope, the peace, the joy, and the love of which we have heard and spoken throughout this holy season be fully realized in us as we worship and serve you through him, now and forevermore. Amen. Please rise. Blessed be the Holy One of Israel, the Word made flesh, the power of the Most High, one God, now and forever. Amen. Gathered in the name of Jesus, let us confess our sin against God and our neighbor. Gracious God, In Christ Jesus, you come among us as a light shining in darkness. We confess our failure to welcome this light. Forgive us and renew our hope so that we may live in the light of your grace and welcome the truth of Christ the Lord. Amen. Brothers and sisters, I bring you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born a Savior, Christ the Lord. Your sins are forgiven. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. light Those who dwelt in the land of deep darkness, on them has light shined. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. The Lord be with you. And with you. Let us pray. Eternal Father, you gave your incarnate Son the holy name of Jesus to be a sign of our salvation. Plant in every heart the love of the Savior of the world, Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen.
1: People, all this Christmas time consider Mm-hmm. It's
0: A reading from Colossians. As God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Bear with one another, and if anyone has a complaint against another, forgive each other, just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. Above all, Clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in the one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Teach and admonish one another in all wisdom. And with gratitude in your hearts, sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to God, And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. The Word of the Lord.
2: The Gospel lessons for this Sunday is found in the Gospel of Luke, the second chapter, beginning with verse 41. Now, every year, his parents went to Jerusalem for the festival of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up as usual for the festival. When the festival was ended and they started to return, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. But his parents did not know it, assuming that he was in the group of travelers that went a day's journey. And then they started to look for him among their relatives and their friends. And when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem to search for him. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, Child, why have you treated us like this? Look, your father And I have been searching for you in great anxiety. He said to them, Why were you searching for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he said to them. Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was obedient to them. His mother treasured all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom And in years, and in divine and in human favor. The Gospel of the Lord.
0: Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. Dear friends in Christ, grace and peace to you from Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, here we are on the first Sunday of Christmas. And the Christmas season itself is very short in comparison to many of the other seasons that we live through during the course of the church year. And yet we have this wealth, this abundance of wonderful Christmas hymns, that we don't get an opportunity to sing nearly as much as we would like. And so that is one of the reasons behind the liturgy of carols, behind the hymns that we are singing today. But along with so many hymns also come with with it some wonderful stories about how those hymns came to be. And so this morning we are going to take a look at two hymns the first one can be found on page 2 or on hymn number 296 in your, red, uh, in your red hymnal. There you will find the hymn, What Child is This? What Child is This? is a Christmas hymn that was written by William Chatterton Dix in 1865. At the time he was writing the lyrics to this hymn, he was working as a manager of an insurance company when suddenly he was afflicted by an unexpected illness, a severe illness that resulted in him being bedridden and suffering from severe depression. His near death experience brought about a spiritual awakening, a spiritual renewal in him while he was recovering. And during this time, he read the Bible comprehensively and was inspired to author hymns like Alleluia, Sing to Jesus, As with Gladness, Men of Old, and the hymn that we will sing in just a few moments from now, What Child is This, that was subsequently set to the tune of Greensleeves, a traditional and familiar English folk song. And although this hymn was written in England, the carol is more popular in the United States than in its country of origin today. The lyrics themselves are taken from a poem written by Dix called The Manger Throne. The part of the poem that was utilized as the song's lyrics consists of three stanzas in total. So listen closely, and you will hear that this hymn, this carol, centers around the adoration of the shepherds who visited Jesus during his nativity. The questions posed in the lyrics reflect what perhaps the shepherds were possibly pondering themselves when they encountered the Christ child. With the rest of the carol then providing a response to their questions. It has often been said that the carol's melody is soulful, haunting, and beautiful in nature. So let us now sing, What Child is This? I invite you to turn back a few pages to hymn number 294. There you will find the hymn, In the Bleak Midwinter. Christina Rossetti gives us one of the most beloved Christmas hymns and quite frankly, one of my favorites. Rossetti authored three collections of mostly religious poetry and four devotional books during her time. She came from a family that was steeped in the arts. But when she was 14 years old, she suffered a nervous breakdown and left school. Bouts of depression and related illness followed. Her deep faith is thought to be partially the result of the solace that she found writing during this time. Her most famous Christmas text, Love Came Down at Christmas, composed in 1885, and the one that we will be singing just moments from now, In the Bleak Midwinter, first published as the poem A Christmas Carol in Scribner's Monthly in January of 1872. In the Bleak Midwinter first appeared as a hymn in 1906, where it was paired to the tune by the famous English composer Gustav Holst, Now, over 100 years later, we sing this hymn in virtually the same manner that it appeared in 1906. In the very first stanza, you will see that Rossetti creates a dreary and desolate image of the world into which the infant Jesus appeared by drawing on her very personal experience of a British winter. Now, she is not suggesting that snow literally fell on that day long ago in Bethlehem, but she is drawing on a long-established literary idea of associating snow with Christ's birth. The second stanza uses the device of antithesis to make the point that the Eternal One, whom heaven could not hold nor earth sustain, appeared during the bleak winter of human existence where a stable place sufficed. This paradox of the Eternal One, born in the humblest of ways, in the humblest of settings, is a primary theme that we find throughout Christmas hymns this season. The final stanza is perhaps one of the most endearing, to singers of Christmas hymns. The writer invites us to offer our own gift to the Christ child, just as the shepherds and wise men did long ago. Rather than present a lamb or expensive gifts, however, we offer the most important gift of all, our hearts. So let us now sing in the bleak midwinter.
1: verses 1 and 5 of the Offertory Hymn.
0: Rejoicing in the good news of Christ's birth and dwelling in hope, let us pray for the church, those in need, and all of creation. Blessed Jesus, your name is proclaimed through preaching, sacraments, music, art, and all forms of creativity. Bring together congregations and leaders from various traditions to make you known, Lord in your mercy, Hear our prayer. blessed Jesus, you reveal yourself through creation here on earth and throughout the cosmos. Protect endangered species, bring favorable weather, and guide us to be good stewards of all that you have made. Lord in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Blessed Jesus, you show nations and leaders the way of the humble servant. Guide all in authority. To use power for the benefit of all people throughout the world. Lord, in your mercy. mercy. Blessed Jesus, you attend to the needs of your brothers and sisters, hear the cry of those who call upon your name, and send caregivers to provide help to all in need. On this day, we especially pray for Matt, Sue, Chris, Al, Carolyn, Steve, Tom. Bill, Jim, Lori, Ruth, Joe, Carol, the Schroders, Kelly, Matt, John, and those we name silently in our hearts. Lord, in your mercy, blessed Jesus, you shower us with your grace. Accompany students returning to school, workers who rest from a busy holiday season, and all your people gathered here for worship in this place. Lord, in your mercy. Blessed Jesus, you emptied yourself to take on our likeness and form, so we are blessed to become children of God. We give thanks for the gift of new life. And join with the Harberts in celebrating the birth of Taylor Ann. Lord, in your mercy. Blessed Jesus, we pray for those who mourn, especially the Anderson, Schmidt, and Rimmeride families. Inspire us by the witness of the faithful departed to confess your name above all names. Lord, in your mercy. Hear Hear the prayers of your people, glorious God for the sake of the one who took on our nature and form to redeem the whole world, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who on the night in which he was betrayed took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. And again after supper he took the cup, he gave thanks and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people, for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Remembering his command to love one another, his life and death, his resurrection and his ascension, we pray for his coming again. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not in temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let every heart receive your Savior. Please be seated. And now may the body and blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, strengthen you and keep you in his grace. Amen. Let us pray. On this day, O God, you gave us Christ the Son to save us. As you sent the one foretold, send us now with good news for all people. Let the gladness of this feast have no end, as we share with others the joy that fills us. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. And now may Christ, who by his incarnation has filled us with grace and truth, give you peace this Christmas and always. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. To God in the highest. Go in peace, share the gift of Jesus.